Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Clap, 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 clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast. Hosted by Elliot Shore Parks and Kyle Newbeck. Here they come. Pretty horrendous PJ season. Yes. And the longer that I watch him specifically, like I think the thing that's frustrating with him is not that he's played poorly, because he has. Like, you know, he's had his good games here and there, and he is a playoff focused guy, and that's all well and good. I think the problem is he was brought in to do these like very specific things and be a quote unquote culture guy. The like, as you've said a thousand times, like he's got the dog in him, right. that, like dog mentality. <laughs> you don't really see that. Like that's a game where you can tell Joel James are like kind of not all there at the beginning, the whole team for that matter. But like mm-hmm. PJ supposed to be that guy who's locked in all the time, right? Like he's supposed to be able to pull them out of something like that. And whether it's because he just didn't want to, or because he can't, which I think is a very important distinction, that did not happen. Like, I just, I don't know that he is physically at the point where he can do that whenever he wants. It is kind of a, it might happen sort of deal. And mm-hmm. that being the case, that's like a really tough thing for him because it's not like he's giving you like off the dribble game or no, he's like all you kinds nothing. of other stuff. So you need him to be able to do that reliably, and he just hasn't. So I, I thought that was one thing that well, real, I real thought about somewhere. Real, real quick off that point um, about whether he can give them like that fire they need or if he's not willing. My issue when they signed him, and I can't remember if we talked about this on the pod, but my issue is I just don't really believe role players can come in and change the mood of the locker room. I just think that I agree that that's on Joel and Harden. And I think Maxi, you know, you've talked about how he's kind of important in that locker room culture. I think he's important enough to do it, but this idea that PJ is going to come in and be like, come on, Joel, you should try tonight. And Joel is going to be like, Oh, good point. I didn't think of that. Like, I just think it has to come down to, to Joel and, and Harden. The PJ thing, he's a fascinating kind of player for me. Cause on one hand, He's definitely been hot garbage this year. He's probably my least favorite sixer to watch in a really long time. As much as Ben at the end, I absolutely hated watching him. At least now that he's gone, I can appreciate that he did other things that I was probably looking past because I just hate that he, I hated that he wouldn't shoot. PJ brings absolutely nothing. Like he he does he does nothing. And on the offense, he just stands there. He's not that great on defense anymore. He's slow. You know, he's like a he's not big enough where he's like eight. I know he can guard five positions in theory but it doesn't look like he can this year. He hasn't played that way. My question for you is he's also interesting because he makes $10 million a year or around there. So in terms of trade pieces, if you're not moving Toby PJ is kind of your only other piece where you're like, all right, he makes enough money to garner some type of decent return. I think on one hand it's well, PJ has played terrible this year. So who in the world would want him? 
but it's only been half a season where it seemed like he had a pretty decent market as a free agent this past off season. I don't think any team was going to give him what the Sixers did, but teams were probably willing to give him 10 million for one year. Do you think his trade market is just absolutely gone? Or do you think if they wanted to, they could move him to a team and just be like, yeah, this isn't working out here. So first of all, you brought up Ben. Did you happen to see his line in the Celtics game the other night? So I saw you didn't score a point. But he had nine rebounds, 13 assists, and zero points. Yeah, it's amazing. I so, mean, he is what uh, he is, man. He, just, he a, just, just an absolute classic in uh, yeah, he Durant's is what he first is. game that he missed since the injury. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't think there's a market for PJ. I could be wrong on that, but I, I don't think people are especially excited to pay a guy who looks like he can't move and hasn't shot well this year, at least relative to you know his normal standards for another two years at like 10 or 11 million per year. Like that just, he's not going to get better at this point, right? Like he might be healthier at some point for like stretches of time. But the thing like what guys get older, they don't forget how to play basketball. Right. But their bot or any sport for that matter, but their bodies don't cooperate the same every day. Like they can do all the prep and the stretching and sleep right and eat right and everything. And like, there are just days you roll out of bed and your body does not respond the same way. Your back is sore for reasons that you don't understand. Amen. Or Last like night it, I you and I know this. We're, yeah, we're getting more washed me. every day. Like exactly. It, yeah. It happens. You have like two drinks at a uh-huh. dinner and you feel a little groggy the next day when like you do that five years earlier. It's like whatever. Yeah. You just wake up and you're feeling like uh, you I'm slept already, on a bed of roses. I'm already dreading going to this wedding tonight because realistically, I'm <laughs> I'm going to drink. Like, let's be real. It's a wedding, but I, I'm just already dreading what tomorrow is going to feel like. So who knows? Maybe PJ's drinking every night and that's what he feels. Probably. probably I see. I, but I just think it, it's not even that though. It's like your body on like base level does not feel as good every day yeah. when you're older. And so that is not going to improve. It's more likely than not that he'll suffer more like small injuries or you know like god forbid like an actual serious injury which he's managed to avoid most of his career because he just is at the end of the the road for a pro athlete like that that happens so i don't think it's you can convince a team like maybe you could say there's another you know team that's going for it this year that would say all right we would take a chance on him this season that you know we give him a month off or a few weeks off whatever it is he might bounce back by the time the playoffs roll around. And then he uh-huh. becomes a very useful player against, you know, the the Milwaukee's, the Boston's, the the Brooklyn's of the world. But, you know, even then, if you're trading him to one of those type of teams, they need him to be good right now. And they like they don't really have players to send back to you that are going right, to help you. Like it. they're not giving up real stuff now, which is what you need for PJ. Like and any team like a younger team, a, a, an up and coming team is not trading for PJ, right? Because they right. need to give guys developmental minutes. They have no use for 37, 38, 39 year old PJ Tucker over the next few years. They, they would rather just play younger guys. And so I don't really see who would go after him. Like, I, I don't think there's a market period. And so that like the salary, yes, would be nice if they could use that to match, but I, I just think it's a situation where they're painted into a corner and they need to just hope that he gets better. Like that, I, I don't think there's a, a fix at this point beyond saying 
he maybe sits for a few weeks and you get his body right. And, you know, mm-hmm. the all-star break, I'm sure will be big for him, but that's, this is what they signed up for. So that's, yeah. uh, they're kind of screwed if he doesn't get better. Well, he reminds me a little bit. Um, so with the Eagles, they traded for Robert Quinn and yeah. they did it because they had a chance to win the title, uh, the Super Bowl this year. Um, and they're like, all right, we need another edge rusher. And so the idea behind it makes sense. Now, obviously, they didn't give him three years, $30 million. So that that's one key difference in this situation. But they gave him a fourth round pick, which is not nothing for a, ha- a half season rental. So Robert Quinn has been a complete disappointment. But if Robert Quinn can make one play that changes a game in the playoffs and they win that game, then the trade is completely worth it for them, right? Completely worth it. Yeah. The PJ thing's a little different because you still have him for, you know, year two and year three. But making it out of the second round is so incredibly important for this team this year. I mean, they have to do it. If they don't get out of the second round, there's no spinning it. The year is a complete failure. But if PJ in the second round can win you a game you wouldn't have won otherwise, or that, you know, mythical dog that ha- that he has in him shows up and he, like, motivates Joel, right? Then, then the then it's worth it. So while he has been terrible, and I hate watching him, and I would trade him, he's not really signed for these type of moments in these type of games. He's signed for win me game five in the second round and be that difference maker. And if he can do that, then things will look very different. It's just going to be very painful to watch until then. Yeah, the the only the thing that's really bad though is like so PGA was very good last year like last year's one of his better years he had mm-hmm. a good playoff run he obviously made a difference in that sixers heat series like felt like the personification of the difference between those two teams like made all kinds of effort plays right and you know that's what you expect getting pj right like and he i still think he has a chance to do that but the fact that he's been as bad as he is in the first year of the deal is really concerning because the three-year deal for 30 whatever million dollars is essentially the tax to get PJ this year. Correct. This was the season that was like, all right, we might get like one good year out of PJ and this is it. We're pushing our chips in. We're going to have to live with some pain on the back end, likely some more injuries and some downturn from him. At least we'll get this season. The fact that he's come out in year one of this deal and looked as bad as he is and, you know, it's not like he has a major injury, right? Like he's got a, a hand issue from a pinched right. nerve and he's dealt with some other stuff. But this is without him having like a real problem. Like this isn't like a I can't play. I sprained an ankle or did whatever. I'm out of the line or even worse, like a ligament tear, things yeah. like that. This is just a nagging injury that he has been totally unable to you know, be himself while playing through. And so for that to happen in year one is really scary because in theory, it's only going to get worse from here. And then you're stuck with, you know, over $10 million in salary that is not really helping you and there's nowhere to go. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I think of the 30 million you give him, you have to hope he's worth 20 this year. He's worth whatever next year. And then that final year of the deal, which he is most definitely going to opt into unless he decides to retire. Um, you just hope at that point he's a contract you can trade and, and yeah. for a team that's looking to kill space.